0: Welcome back, welcome back, part of my frustration, the podcast, I am your host, Dan Stickna. And you know what, right before I hit record, I was wondering, I was thinking to myself, how many pod, how many episodes am I going to go where I continuously remind you that I am the host? You know, wherever you're watching this, you see my name, but whatever, this is just stupid things that I start thinking. I was on my way to work this morning, so today's, today's Saturday when I'm recording this. I was on my way to work this morning, I was driving behind a Mazda 5, which is an ugly car if you don't know what a mazda 5 looks like and i'm noticing smoke coming out of the uh driver's side uh window so i'm sitting all right you know this person's vaping smoking a cigarette whatever you know clearly they must not care much about their health if they're doing such a thing stuff like that still bothers me don't know why but so you know i'm driving behind them, mind my own business you know listening to music whatever the case is and uh, then i noticed they throw their butt their cigarette butt out the window I'm like, yo, are you serious? Like I don't know. Stuff like that just bothers me. But anyways, nonetheless, that was just completely random way to start off the episode, but it is what it is. And hey, if you haven't done so already, I really appreciate all the reviews and everything that I've received thus far it really means a lot. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from all the episodes thus far, all three of these episodes, and if you haven't done so already, please go on to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review, and write a review, and remember, if you screenshot that review and send it to me on Instagram and my DMs, I will send you a free t-shirt, so... This episode is going to be a good one. This episode is all about nutrition. I'm going to make nutrition really really easy, but still hard. Really easy, but still hard. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So, when you want to talk about nutrition, and for the most part in the beginning of what this topic is going to be, we're we're speaking about, you know, the the desire for someone to lose weight unfortunately in the country that we live in i mean in the world altogether but for whatever whatever reason the united states is probably leading the world in this issue obesity overweight um just unhealthy habits that just you know are like cursing this country cursing the world that we live in there's so many things that are easily accessible that are completely detrimental to our health which is crazy so i'm gonna totally lost track of my thought. Where was I going with that? No idea. Let's just jump right back into it. So it's all about nutrition. And again, nutrition made easy, but still hard. So weight loss, the concept behind weight loss is really, really simple. Not easy to do, but really, Really simple, everybody asks me I'm a the nutrition coach at Escape Fitness here in Fairlawn um, Housed in the same building as the precy Speed School in Fairlawn And people come up to me, hey, you know, I, I want to lose weight I'm trying to lose weight, I've been doing this, this and that And, you know, I lose a couple pounds but then I gain it back And I can't seem to keep the weight off, what should I do, what should I do? Well, the concept behind weight loss is really simple, Okay And it's actually so simple that I can almost promise you, everybody listening to this podcast right now knows exactly what to do to lose weight. It's just not that easy to do. And here's what that concept is. Calorie deficit. It's that simple. If you are consistently within a calorie deficit, I guarantee you, you will consistently Lose weight. Now, that doesn't mean your weight's not going to go up and down because fluctuating weight is totally normal depending on your water levels and a thousand different things. But over a period of time, if you are consistently in a calorie deficit, I guarantee you, you will lose weight over a period of time. Now, you might ask, what is a calorie deficit? Well, let's keep it real simple. You have what is called a uh, basal metabolic rate. Now, a basal metabolic rate is essentially how many calories your body burns on a daily basis just to stay alive. And everybody's basal metabolic rate is different. You know, these are the calories your body burns just for your heart to be, for you to breathe, for you to digest your food, for all these physiological processes to occur. Your body needs some form of energy and your body needs to burn calories. Now, the amount of calories you burn in a day is also affected upon your lifestyle. You know, do you exercise? Uh, What do you do for a living? Are, Are you a mailman or a mail lady? So are you constantly on your feet? Do you have an office job so you're constantly sitting behind a desk? Do you go to the gym? Do you exercise? All these things affect the amount of calories we burn on a daily basis. So let's think about... What that number would be, you know, just for easy numbers, for easy math. Let's assume that you are burning 2000 calories on a daily basis. For the most part, for a lot of people, it'll actually be probably less than that. But taking into account everything, your BMR, your lifestyle, your activity levels for easy math. Let's assume you are burning 2000 calories on a daily basis. So in order to get into a calorie deficit, that means you have to eat or you have to ingest less than 2000 calories on a daily basis. So if you are consistently eating 1800 calories on a daily basis, when your body's consistently burning 2000 calories on a daily basis, that means you are in a 200 calorie deficit. Okay. So you do that over a period of time and I guarantee you, you will lose weight. Okay. And For those who don't know, it's about 3,500 calories before you lose one pound, which is why this is a process. This is not an overnight thing, okay? So for the people that are looking for something quick, something easy, To be honest with you, it does not exist. This is a lifestyle. This is a process that you have to be consistent with over a period of time in order for the results to be sustainable and for you to continue it throughout your life or get to the point that you want to get to and then go from a calorie deficit now into a maintenance period where you're happy and comfortable where you are and you just want to maintain the weight that you currently have. So the issue with a lot of people is either A, they're going for a quick fix, so they're doing something that's way too drastic and way too unsustainable, and they'll see results, but because they've been restricting so much or being in so much of a deficit, it's almost as if your body, no, it's not almost, it is, your body is going to fight back against that, right? Your body wants to stay level, your body doesn't necessarily want to lose weight. Your body doesn't necessarily want to gain weight. Wherever your body is naturally at is kind of where your body naturally wants to be. So after a while, if you are losing weight, losing weight, losing weight as, you, as normal, you're going to hit a plateau or things are going to get a little bit more difficult. Your body might start fighting back a little more. You might be getting hungrier more often than not because your body wants to get back to where it's comfortable. So there's a lot of different methods out there that you can do to combat this in order for you to be successful in the long term. Okay, So how, how do you be successful? So I put together a list uh, of five different things that I think everybody should be doing if they fall into this, into this world that I'm speaking of, someone who's looking to lose weight and looking to get into better shape. So, and again, these lists are never in a particular order because I don't have enough damn time to put these lists in an order and, you know, anything like that. So I'm just going to list them out. So first thing they should do if you're looking to be successful when you're losing weight, find a coach. I mean, that that's simple. So what this is doing is if you're finding a coach, you're finding someone who's a professional who knows what they're doing that can help you in this process. It's going to take away a lot of the stress from you in terms of maybe, you know, they're going to help you understand better where you should be in order to be in a deficit and not only where you should be to be in a deficit, but how to sustain that. Okay. Cause if you're going to be too aggressive, it's not as sustainable. Sustainability is key here in order for you to be consistent it has to be sustainable. If it's not sustainable, you can't be consistent. If you can't be consistent, I promise you, you will not see the results you want to see in the long run. So finding a coach should should be the first step. And then make sure the people you surround yourself with are supportive of your goals. Right? So I, I come across this a lot. If I have a client who's, you know, been struggling with their weight, they're looking to lose weight. Right? So they, they come to me. They work with me. You know, I put them on a plan. And I teach them about calories and macronutrients and what they should be tracking and how to track and things like that. And you know, they're, they're in a group of friends who constantly goes out to eat every night, goes out for drinks all the time, and they're always surrounded by these people. Now, I'm not telling you to cut your friends out, but if you're really serious about being successful and being successful in the long run, you got to pay attention to the people that you're surrounding so- yourself with or you should sit down with the people that you love and that you care about and you trust and you surround yourself with and let them know, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking to do. You know, I want to I want to make these moves, I want to get into a better shape, I want to lose some weight and I want to be healthier. You know, if these people love you, then they're gonna be on board with it. They're gonna want you to succeed. But they have to be they have to know what your goal is and what your plan is and they have to support you in order to make the journey easier on yourself. Next step or the next uh, next point that you should know in order for you to be successful in this journey is be patient. Be patient. Right? This is a process, this is a journey, this does not happen overnight. Okay? And Do not weigh in every day. Don't hop on a scale every day. Most people I've come to found in my experience, most people get, you know, almost like anxiety when they step on the scale. Oh, the number didn't change. The number didn't change. It's not always about the number. The scale is just a data point. That's all it is. The scale is just something that we kind of use to track. My recommendation is always don't hop on the scale every single day if you can avoid it. If you're someone who likes to weigh in, often weigh in once a week, every Monday, every Sunday, whatever whatever day you choose, because we don't want to look at what did you weigh Monday and what did you weigh Tuesday. What we want to look at is, you know, realistically, what you want to look at is what did you weigh on the first of, you know, the month? So, you know, right now we're about to be in July. So what did you weigh in on July 1st? And then what did you weigh in on August 1st? And then what did you weigh on September 1st, right? Because, again, this is a journey. This doesn't happen overnight. It's not about day one to day two or even sometimes week one to week two, right? It's month to month. And then over time, is that, are these data points tracking in the direction that we want them to track? Because the truth of the matter is if you're weighing in on a daily basis, it's totally normal for your weight to fluctuate, Okay, you, wait, you might weigh X amount one day, and the very next day you might be two pounds heavier when your goal has been to lose and you've been consistently in a deficit. That's normal. That happens. That's completely expected. I expect that to happen. Nothing when it comes to weight loss or weight gain is a linear progression. It's always going to be up and down and up and down with peaks and valleys, but the point is over a period of time of a month, two months, whatever it is, are those data points tracking in the direction we want them to track? If there's one thing in the world that frustrates me the most when it comes to nutrition, it's someone who weighs himself on Monday, sees a number, gets happy, weighs himself on Tuesday, sees a different number, does not get happy, and then quits. Because at that point, you're wasting your time and I've actually done this before. Well, if I just stop charging people and I stop taking them as clients because they're not really about it they're not really bought into the process. This is a process. This is not an overnight fix. And you have to understand that in order for you to find success. Next one, make sure you are weight training. Make sure you are picking up weights. Okay. Cardio is great. Don't ever get me wrong. Cardio is perfect for our health. We need to do cardio and we need to do cardio on a consistent basis. The type or the mode of cardio, I don't necessarily always care about. What I care about is I want to make sure people are resistance training of some form, some shape or form. Your cardio should complement your weight training, not the other way around. Right when you are going through weightless, uh, excuse me, when you're going through a weight loss program, when you're looking to lose weight, when you're specifically looking to lose body fat, one thing we want to avoid especially is losing muscle mass. At worst case, we want to be able to maintain our muscle mass. At best case, we want to be able to gain muscle mass. One thing I learned when I was in college is the six M's, and this always for whatever reason stuck with me. So the six M's are. Make more muscle. Muscle means metabolism, right? So the more muscle you put on your body, the more your body is going to burn calorically on a daily basis naturally. So if you're doing that, that's actually going to make a calorie deficit a little bit easier, right? Because your body is naturally going to be burning more. And then if you're putting on more muscle, you'll have to, you could, you'll be able to eat a little bit more food because of the muscle and still be in a calorie deficit, Right, So make sure we are weight training on a consistent basis. And again, when it comes to the cardio, find something you enjoy and find something that you can do consistently. Don't be so roped up in and caught up in, oh, you know, I I did this and that and I burned 800, 900 calories. It's not always about how many calories you burn. Not only is it not only about how many calories you burn, I can almost promise you whatever device you're using that tells you how many calories you burn is probably like ridiculously inaccurate and you cannot trust it. So make sure we are weight training. Make sure we're focusing on building lean muscle mass. And all right, last thing, last thing, last point to be successful. When you're in a, when you're going through a weight loss program, there's two main things that I always want all my clients to focus on. Okay, and this is not this is not cutting edge. I did not create this. This is you. You talk to a lot of nutrition coaches around. Um, this is very, very, very common. But the reason it's so common is because it's very. It, it'll produce a lot of great results. The two things I want you to focus on most when you are trying to go when you're trying to lose weight is one your total calories, because like I said, we're, like, we're aiming to be in a calorie deficit, and two, your protein, okay? Protein is one of the more satiating macronutrients, right? Our macronutrients are our protein, our carbohydrates, and our fats, and the purpose of the protein is to really fuel, build, maintain, and possibly gain that muscle mass while we are going through this weight loss program. So, calories number one, make sure we're focusing on getting our calories. Number two, is our protein for the most part? If those two numbers are in check, everything else will fall into place. For the most part, there's of course always going to be exceptions to the rules. Some people need to focus harder elsewhere. I'm not saying that you focus on your calories and your proteins, that you can eat all the carbs in the world or all the fats in the world. I'm not saying that all, but I mean, that wouldn't make sense anyway. Because if you're doing that, then you're clearly not focused on your calories in the first place. All right, So some form of tracking is going to be necessary. If you're really serious about losing weight, if you're really serious about weight loss, you're going to have to track in some way, shape or form. It's, almost, it's going to be impossible or for the most part, most people is going to be impossible to consistently, efficiently lose weight and not track at all. Now, the method of tracking that you choose to do has to be a method that, again, is sustainable to you, all right? So if you're not someone who's going to be able to consistently weigh your food and things like that, then that's not going to be the method you use. Maybe you have one of the uh, one of the tracking apps. There's plenty of tracking apps out there. I know a lot of people that work with uh, uh, MyFitnessPal. A lot of people work with FitGenie. Genie. There's plenty of tracking apps out there that can help you track your calories, your macros, as much as your micros. A lot of different things that can help you track. Or if you're just not into any of that tracking at all, Just be mindful of what you're eating. Be mindful of your portions. You can use your hands to control your portions, which is a lot of what I teach a lot of people who are looking to get into these programs or looking to start a healthier lifestyle. Okay? So if you're using your hands to track your portions, uh, most of us should know, and if not, your palm is your protein, your cupped hand is your carbohydrates, your thumb is your fats and your fist is your veggies, right? For the most part, just make sure we're getting as much veggies in as possible. Um, being mindful of the way they're prepped. If you're you know, cooking your vegetables in loads of oil, that's obviously going to tra- change the um, nutrients within the veggies or the uh, contents within the veggies. Um, so being mindful of that. So tracking is going to be important. It's going to, for the most part, be unavoidable. Make sure we're mindful, pay attention to your body, pay attention to you how you feel. And another thing we should do, which is going to fall along in the same lines of this, is the 80% rule. Many people don't know or understand the 80% rule, and that's that's something that's difficult to master it's difficult to be good at the 80% rule so the 80% rule is if when you're sitting down for a meal first of all a lot of people nowadays don't they don't sit down for meals just because of the world we live in the society we live in they don't sit down for meals but we sit down for a meal pay attention to your body Pay attention to your hunger cues. As you're eating your meal, pay attention to the textures of the food. How many times are you chewing the food? How are you feeling after each bite? When you feel your body get to about that 80% mark, when you're 80% full, meaning let's say we're no longer hungry, but you could eat more, right? If you eat more, you're going to wind up having to unbuckle your pants because now you're over full, right? Once you get to that 80% mark, wrap whatever you have up, save it for later. If you're able to master that and consistently do that, you will see results just from that. That could be your form of tracking, just being super mindful of your own body's hunger cues. All right, now when it comes to nutrition, right? So let, let's get off the uh, let's get off the weight loss portion for now. Athletes and nutrition. This 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 can be some of the most frustrating stuff as well. Questions I always get from athletes when it comes to nutrition. One, hey coach, what supplements should I take? Or, hey coach, should I take a pre-workout? Or, what protein should I get? What protein should I have my parents buy? I saw this brand, I saw this brand. How about we do this? How about, first, make sure you're eating all the servings that you can of your vegetables. Can we eat a vegetable first? Can we eat a piece of broccoli? Right, let's focus on that. Or how about let's focus on just eating clean with enough lean protein. Don't worry about the supplements, right? Or, you know, one of the most biggest ones is how are we sleeping? Are we getting enough sleep, right? Stop worrying about what's the best supplement to take. If you can't do the simple things right, if you can't eat right, if you can't sleep right, then whatever supplements out there is not going to help you. There's no shot in any supplement out there that will provide you any type of benefit if you are not sleeping properly or if you're just not eating properly anyway. Those are the things that athletes need to focus on first. That's it. The supplements do not matter if the rest of their life is not in line with what their goals are. Ooh, that was a good one. I'm going to end it there on that one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope this was helpful. Episode four, nutrition made easy, but still hard. Enjoy your day. I'll talk to you next time.